Live at 5 Sports with Todd and Suhan brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Chip Scoggins filling in this week for Jim as he's on vacation with his family attending a wedding uh, on a cruise up toward Alaska. Chip, thanks for joining us and being willing uh, to help out this week. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Todd. appreciate it. Yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself for those that may not know. Of course, they, they don't read the Star Trip Sports if they don't know who Chip Scoggins is, but, <laughs> but tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I've been here a long time. Yeah. Um, so I've been at the Strip almost 24 years. Wow. Um, and, and have covered basically every team, uh, either either as a beat writer or a columnist. Now I've been a columnist for, well, I guess about 12 years now. So, okay. And also do uh, a lot of enterprise uh, long-form profiles that I've done here in the last five or six years. So a little bit of everything. Yeah, that's terrific. You do some podcasting uh, as well and, and contributor on other podcasts from guys there uh, at your newspaper uh, also. Some some radio work too. Haven't you done some of that as well? Certainly, yeah. yeah. Um, here locally and then also, yeah, with the the Star Tribune podcast with Mike Rand and also yeah. have a college football podcast with uh, a couple of media members here in town. So Yeah, that's terrific. Hey, let's talk about your uh, column that uh, just appeared this morning, actually, uh, on the uh, StarTrib.com uh, is where, where I catch all the sports uh, on there. And you talk about Harrison Smith. Uh, the guy is, uh, you know, headed straight into the Vikings' ring of honor. Uh, mm-hmm. Certainly, potentially, could be headed to the NFL Hall of Fame at some day uh, in his career. Still chugging along. And uh, Kirk Cousins joking a little bit about some of his training habits, or at least his <laughs> eating habits as well. Yeah, Cousins uh, revealed that on the opening day. He told us he just needs to play the cheese sometimes. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I sat down with Harrison on the first day of camp for a one-on-one and spent some time with him. I thought he was really uh, – uh, share some great perspective of coming back here for his 12th season. And, um, you know, there was debate uh, whether he'd be back. The, this front office really turned over the roster and, and uh, got rid of some older guys. And there was thought that, you know, Harrison might be included in that group. But he took a pay cut to come back, and he, he said he briefly considered um, some other teams if, if he got released and he'd go there. But he ultimately just said, you know, he didn't think he would find a better situation for him. Um, at this stage in his career than what he has here. So I uh, took the pay cut, came back. He's um, super excited to be um, in this defense with Brian Flores. He wasn't used correctly, I don't think, last year with Ed Donatel. Mm-hmm. He only blitzed 14 times total. Um, and under Mike Zim, Zimmer, he had uh, never blitzed fewer than 35 times in a season. That's a mm-hmm. big part of his game and moving around and disguising things. And so I think we're going to see more of – that with him, and he even said that he just feels like he's a better fit for Brian Flores' scheme than what he was with Ed, Ed Donatel. Yeah, Donatel had him so far from the line of scrimmage, and Smith yeah. had played near, a lot closer to the line his whole career. He's an impact player up there. You know, he can intercept passes, sure, but that's all he was able to do last year in that defense, it seemed like. Yeah, it, it really, um, the you know, the way that he used him and didn't, particularly if, like he had so much success, Mm-hmm. under Zims and being up at the line and, and really trying to confuse the, the quarterback and coming on blitz and doing different things. Um, we just didn't see that from him, and I'm not sure what the rationale behind that was. Harrison was, you know, he was complimentary of Dontel. He said he learned some things about football that he didn't otherwise know from him, but um, he even admitted, he said, you know, it just probably wasn't the right fit for him, that scheme. And so he's super excited to, to be with Brian Flores. Um, it's kind of reinvigorated him a little bit here. Um, 34 years old. He said he feels good physically, and so um, it'll be interesting to see all this, you know, the entire defense and 
obviously the big news um, came Sunday morning when yeah. they were able to uh, re-sign Daniel Hunter and get him back for one more year. I, I you know, Todd, I, I thought that was probably going to be the compromise that they okay. landed on. It was clear that the front office did not want to give him a long-term deal. Um, I think Daniel wanted to be paid, you know, right along with uh, or in the ballpark of the elite pass rushers in this league, the edge rushers, the Bosa's and those. The team was not going to do that. Um, and so I think this is probably a good compromise for both. This allows him – I mean, you know, he's getting $17 million with a chance to earn $3 million more in incentives. But the big thing is he can't be franchise tag after this. And after this season, he's going to become a free agent. Um, so he'll, if he has a big year, he'll go out on the market and be able to find a deal somewhere probably. Yeah, that was the key for him, wasn't it, is that they couldn't yeah. tag him after this season? Correct. He wanted to be a free agent after this season. So, you know, he's betting on himself. If he uh, if he has a good year and puts up, you know, good stats, then uh, he'll be able to go out on the market uh, as an unrestricted free agent and find a deal that, um, you know, he feels is the best one for him. Yeah, that's that's got to be what it and, – and he should be super motivated then uh, this season. It's the injury history for him, right? That's yeah. why the Vikings didn't want to go long-term. Yeah, and that's just not been Kwesi's uh, Adolfo Mensa's M.O. so far as what we've seen in a short time as general manager. He's really tried to lock in the short-term deals with people. Um, obviously, he's going to have a couple of long-term ones coming here. Justin Jefferson, Christian Darrisell, um, those two players are cornerstone players. You're going to have to give them long-term deals, but – yeah, the injury history, the fact that um, Daniil had missed either all or parts of two seasons really impacted, uh, I think, his value in their minds. Mm-hmm. Um, he's 29, or this is going to be his 29th you know, uh, season years old. Um, I don't think they wanted to get into that, you know, locking him up till he's 33, 34. They just did not want to go that route. And so you mentioned motivated. We see this all the time in sports, a guy in a contract year. Uh, there is motivation there because mm-hmm. he's auditioning for the rest of the league this year to try to get that contract. So you would think that he's going to really try to put his best uh, performance on the field this year. Any concern for you that the Vikings did not reach a uh, contract extension yet for Justin Jefferson? You know, um, I thought there was a chance that that would be, we'd show up to camp. We've seen it historically all the time. You show up to camp and, hey, here's a player who's, you know, they got it done right before camp. I don't think so. There's any okay. real concern. Je- uh, Jefferson hasn't made it an issue. He's been asked about it multiple times, both in the spring and here at camp. And um, he's practicing, going full uh, go. He had a you know a dominant practice Saturday. I was out there. He had two long touchdown catches, and he looks great. Um, so it doesn't seem like it's an issue with him. It's going to get done. It's going to be, I think, a record uh, contract for wide receivers. Um, it's just something a deal like that's probably complicated. Mm-hmm. It takes a little time, but I, I have a feeling it'll get done here sooner than later. So we're looking at what twenty-five to thirty million annually. Is that where the wide receiver market is right now? Yeah, for I, he's going to get paid like a quarterback. Yeah, um, you know, there's talk that he might be the highest-paid non-quarterback in the league. Wow. Um, when you look at where those that position, the salaries have really skyrocketed in the last couple of years, and so. Um, he's going to set the bar again, uh, whatever it is. If it's $30 million, I, I would think that's probably a starting point. Mm. And, and the thing is, this is a deal you have to do. He's yeah. your best player. He's your most popular player. And it's, you know, being on that field Saturday, we were, a group of writers were standing there, and he, were, he was making these plays, and we were just like, you know, it's amazing. You realize how much better he is than everybody else on this field. Wow. I mean, he's just a true superstar. And so you're going to have to pay him accordingly. 
How did that guy slide to, what was it, pick 20, 22, something like yeah, that for I, the Vikings? Well, I remember the uh, the video that the team put out that Spielman and Zimmer were basically laughing when uh, Philadelphia passed on. I think it was Philadelphia passed on him uh, right before, and they ran to the phone to, to get yes. him. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's you can say that, you know, there's occasions like that all the time where there's players that just for whatever reason fall through, but he's – he is just so dynamic. And the thing I think that makes him special is he's constantly trying to get better. He came back this year, and he's talking about different things. He's trying to work on his weaknesses, and he wants to be great. He doesn't want to just – no, he doesn't want to be great. He wants to be the best, mm-hmm. and that's what you know really motivates him. He, he, he knows he's great, but he wants to be you know in that cow- – he said he, last year he wants to be known as the best wide receiver in the league. He went out and established that last year, and now the trick for him or the – challenge for him is to uh, maintain that and I have every full confidence that he will uh, be able to do that just because one he's obviously super talented but just how hard he works at it who's the Vikings quarterback in 2024 <laughs> if I knew that I'd go buy a winning lottery <laughs> you know it's it's Quasey said at his um kickoff press conference at training camp that you know you have to have different scenarios and I and I really believe like if you went into their office and they had a whiteboard up, they would probably have plan A, plan B, plan C, maybe plan D. I I, I don't know. Um, yeah. It could be re-sign Cousins. It could be draft a guy. It could be uh, get a bridge quarterback, a veteran bridge quarterback to tie him, you know, until they can find a, you know, a younger guy. So it honestly could go any direction at this point. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, I know it's not nailing down on one thing, but I don't think that yeah. they know. Yeah. And so I wouldn't close the door on Cousins, even though it was his last year. I would not close the door on them trying to bring him back, but also I could see them trying to go a different direction with a younger guy. Chip, thanks so much. All right, Todd. Thank you, man. Live at 5 Sports at Todd and Sue N with Chip Scoggins this week here on KWLM. It's brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort.